0: this episode of the samurai professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor fnd fnd we're more than just clothing we are the culture we are the people we are you visit us at fd.com. that's e-f-e-n-d-e-e.com to save 10 percent on all purchases use coupon code samurai pro at checkout Fam, how you doing? I'm 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 yet
1: surviving. I'm gonna say that I'm yet surviving. It's a busy time. It's it's my busy season. So um, I'm surviving. I'll say that much. Um, how you doing? You you got that? You got that? I've been a dad of three for a while. I really I really you know linked up with my barber in a few.
0: In a few, try two months. Yeah. So actually, this week. I got my appointment set with my barber and my lash So next time you see me or next time we do this FaceTime call, I'll look like a whole new person.
1: Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Um
0: <laughs>
1: cuz the way y'all y'all been portraying it, more and more I think y'all really don't like y'all kids and just parents in general. Like I really think parents don't love it. like they I don't think y'all really love y'all kids. I feel like y'all have them because y'all feel like y'all have to, you know, so you can say you a family. But other than that, I don't really think y'all love y'all kids the way y'all say y'all love y'all kids.
0: Why you say that?
1: Um for one, I only see your kids when I say you I'm talking to every our young generation of, of parent parenting. Okay. I only see their kids like we'll start seeing their kids this week. This is the week we get reminded that your kids exist. Oh,
0: first day of school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you.
1: <laughs> this is when it's like Oh damn! Hey, man, 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 twelve now. God damn! ACJ <laughs> <laughs> ain't ain't on social media and yes Now, mind you, I'm all about hey. If you don't want your kids on social media, keep them the fuck off. I'm for it. I don't think I don't think you need to have your kids live their lives on social media, unless they real cool like Kavya James. Um, that's uh, Dwayne Wade and and Gabrielle Union's daughter. Right. Unless they super cool like that or. Or even LeBron's daughter was on for a little while. They, she had like a little YouTube channel. Like, unless you got real personality, keep, keep your kids out the limelight. Every, every child don't need an Instagram.
0: And see, even then, like, her parents, they like with, with, with everything that comes with film and being a star, she has Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, who have been celebrities for a very long time at this point. And right, right. with uh, LeBron's family, I mean, dude, he's been on, he's had the spotlight on him since the eighth grade or some shit like that. So at least they have some guidance. So if you put a camera on them, they more or less know what comes with it. And then they can kind of, kind of, they can see the signs that, okay, this is too much for my child. Let me pull them away from it. Instead of it being, hey, we getting all this attention. Let's, let's push forward. They'll know when to pull back and when to let the child be a child.
1: I agree. I agree. I just, it's y'all regular, everyday, non-celebrity parents that make me believe, y'all Y'all are the reason why I believe y'all don't love y'all kids. I just want that to be clear. It's nobody, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what y'all, so there's these new trends that have been on TikTok lately. New trends that I just, that don't make sense to me. Now, first we had the, hey, get up, let's go fight. You know what I'm saying? First we had that shit. Yeah, I ain't
0: like that one too much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I laughed. My fair share of laughs, but that even that was a bit cruel. Cause everybody ain't no fighter like that. And then if your child a bitch, then the whole world just saw your child be a hoe. Be a, whole.
1: <laughs> be a oh. whole bitch at three. Yeah. He gotta live that shit. Right. He gotta prove the rest of his now now. Imagine now the rest of his life, that he gotta prove it. I ain't no bitch. The whole rest of his life. You know. Now imagine the situation that's gonna get him in. Proving he ain't a bitch for for the next 20, 30 years until he
0: realized that don't mean shit. It's only one way to prove you're not a bitch. You got to fight people. Not only fight people, you got to beat their ass. It's not just even fighting. You got to fight and win now.
1: Always. Because
0: then, if you just fight, people going to think you an easy win. Everybody going to want to put a notch on their butt on you. No, you can't do that. You got to whoop somebody's ass. So it's like, look, if you think you're going to get a notch on me, you got to think again. So that little light-skinned boy who said, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be a good fight for me. I swear, if his daddy don't put him in boxing or something, MMA, judo, some shit, that boy going to have a hard middle school. To me, that's probably the
1: worst one of all of them. I would not have posted that. You know what, what I'm saying? Because what you really... are you're you showing is the insecurity that you have helped instill in your child. Like, your child was fully ready to ride for you, and I guess that's what you were banking on, like, oh, look at my child, ready to ride. But he was like, every fight I've been in, I've lost.
0: My nigga, why would you embarrass your child? And no, you laughing, but I mean, like- I'm laughing how you said it, because that's how, if he was my homeboy, that's how I would talk to him the moment he posts that. Yo, my nigga, you got to take that shit down, dog. Why would you embarrass your child like that?
1: But why would you even want to put, like, that, that needs to be some- some one, you need to have a, a father son conversation and really build up your child in that way you know
0: what i'm saying like the moment that his son said that the camera should have stopped and went down like okay son talk to me what's going on first why are you getting into these fights who are you fighting and let's do something about this we're going to put you in boxing when you see that nigga you don't once you learn how to throw them hands you see you get that w back you 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 split his shit and when a principal called me, trust me, you're not gonna get in trouble that day.
1: Yeah, we straight, we square on.
0: it. Yeah, that. but because matter of fact, at that point, I'm expecting the call.
1: But my, I, I just didn't understand the embarrassment of the child, and and the and the do and the father thought it was pro- he probably thought it was funny.
0: Absolutely, that's that's the only reason why <laughs> he the had the only to post reason
1: it. I do that you would post that. Now, mind you, outside of that particular video, most of them, most of them, I thought were funny.
0: Like the you. boy that had to go to Target, that was kind of funny. He <laughs> could tell like, he didn't want to fight, but he didn't say he didn't want to fight. He was just like, "But, but I gotta
1: go to Target. I gotta
0: go to Target today. You sure you? <laughs> <laughs> How you got Eric? Sure you, sure you trying to fight old? today? Like, I got things to do. Like <laughs> my man, you target. are seven. There is nothing for you to do at Target.
1: I'm just and and that baffled me then. Um, and now there's this new trend of there's like this, they have like this thing where you put your kids in a room and as soon as the parent leaves the room, there's like this fake ghost that shows up on the screen. Right. And these kids are bawling and traumatized and and screaming and the parent is holding the door, probably laughing on the other side. That's how I know these parents. Y'all either real young or y'all grew up fucked up. (laughs) Holding the door, not letting their kids out and full on... Traumatizing their kids in, in in straight panic I don't understand how Y'all find that funny
0: There's a couple things with that One, I didn't see not one child Like physically turn And look behind them to see if the ghost Is actually there Two If that's the ghost that scares y'all Y'all good Like when we were shorties we had real scary ghosts You had Candyman you had Jason, you had Freddie. Like, what What scary beings they have to look forward to now? Man, like, who's I'm the scariest gonna, nigga gonna, out I'm not, to these?
1: I'm not gonna let you justify the parents by saying, oh, the ghost wasn't scary
0: enough to do that. To oh, them. no, no, no. I'm not justifying the parents. Oh, okay. I'm just scared. Because I'm like, like, my nigga, the shorties, what the fuck? <laughs> you ain't got nothing to really be scared about. <laughs> Honestly, the ghost would have went away had y'all knocked the phone down. But no, y'all kept looking at the phone and seeing the ghost behind that. Not one shorty turned and looked and was like, oh, it's not really there. It's only in the phone. But then again, I guess them growing up in this age of technology, their whole life is in the phone. Interesting. But yeah, not one shorty kind of rationalized, like, wait, it's not really here. But I, I'm not gonna lie, some of those reactions have been hilarious to me. I seen one. Little Girl started dancing with the ghosts. I seen another one. Shorty threw his hands up, was ready to fight the ghosts. And then there was the terrified shortys, which was, most of them were, like, I mean, extremely terrified. You could see it in their eyes. They were screaming to the point they was trembling. I felt bad for them, because you know they're not going to sleep alone for the next three, four years. See, I've I mostly
1: have only seen those. The kids mm. be terrified. The kids in, like there's a two with a with the it's two young black kids and, and the mom leaves the bathroom and holds the door and you see them, like they're so scared, they're clawing over each other to get out of the
0: bathroom. I've seen that one. And
1: if and if you can find that funny, and I mean, okay, I understand, you know, the initial reaction of a child. Okay, I understand how we could. On the outside, I don't have kids. If I could be like, okay. I, there's a, there's a little humor in that, but you don't want to got to deal with your kid. And then you mad. And then the same parents going to be mad at their kid. Go in your room. No, you can't sleep with me. Now, even though you put the bullshit in their in their head, you the reason he can't sleep in the bed by himself. But now he got a man to fuck up,
0: right? That's ex- that's for that reason alone is why I wouldn't do it.
1: It's just, I'm not it's gonna so do it. weird, it'll, man. It'll fuck
0: with my kids too much.
1: The only one I saw, and I, I've only seen one where the where the kid wasn't really too freaked out. Like I guess maybe there's an age there's an age range because Jit was like seven or eight, and the nigga he just looked at the phone and he was like this, and he just stuck the middle finger up at it. Like <laughs> he stuck the middle finger at the phone. Like, I fuck seen that one.
0: <laughs> like fuck you.
1: Now, I bet he got in trouble though. He got in trouble for putting the middle finger, even though you tried probably not because now he gave up.
0: his parents viral material, so that could have got him in trouble. But now since they're Since their uh, little TikTok video going viral, I'm pretty sure he's okay with it. They're okay with it.
1: Bet initially he got in trouble, though.
0: Probably. Be like, oh, you didn't act scared. We ain't gonna get clicks. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Your criticism on new age parents is probably very valid. (laughs)
1: I'm just saying,
0: doing shit for at the expense of your children, doing shit for click. I bet if I had to guess and project where the next trend is gonna be, it's probably gonna be something silly where it's like order something nasty and feed it to your kids, like order something nasty and then dress it up like ice cream.
1: Oh, you feed it to your kids. That's old, bro. They They did that already. Yeah, they be like, you ain't see the. There's the other. The other one was, um, what they do is they get uh. Like, the, the parent could be cooking something, and then they'll get a spoonful of salt, and they'll put the thing right on top of it and let the kid, no. they'll feed it to the kid and watch the kid just, and it's get like- Get high
0: blood pressure right there.
1: And it's like, does your kid love you? Because it's a test of if your kid loves you or not, and it's like, oh, this is, mom, it's, it's so good. Um, And they're trying to lie through it because the kid loves you so much, he don't want to say nothing bad about your food. Just giving your baby hypertension. That is fucked up. And I, like I said, I like fighting. So I did find some joy in the fighting. But I don't think the, I don't think the fighting. Let's get up. Let's go fight. Because there's really no. There's a certain adrenaline that pumps in you when you're getting ready to go for a fight. So I understand how that could probably be somewhat unhealthy. But all in all, I find that one to be far less worse than this. Lock your kid in a room and completely scare the shit out of him.
0: Let me ask you this. Like, clearly you've been in a fight because you understand that the adrenaline that pumps through you before a fight, when that adrenaline starts to like level out or come down, how does that feel? For me, that shit is uncomfortable as fuck.
1: No, because there's not only is it adrenaline, there's a heightened level of fear. You know what I'm saying? Because at that, when I'm going into, when every fight I've been in, it's like, it's not life or death, but it's like, oh, I'm not going to die in this fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to make sure I don't <laughs> die here. You know what I'm saying? There's a level of fear that goes... So much anxiety and... and 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 Like, you 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 your body has to manifest certain rage. You know what I'm saying? If you don't necessarily want to fight, but you're in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot going on. I just find it to be so and strange. I never
0: understood the science behind that shit. I just know that whenever something was going to go down and it kicks in, but then things... Then played out, however it played out, and now that shit, I gotta come down from it. Yeah, Spotty's still tingling. Shit, it, like it physically, like hurts. Like my, I ache and shit. I don't get it. I was wondering, do you ache like that too or nah? I mean, how he whooped your ass? Because that might no, not be the, that might not be the adrenaline. <laughs> that might. The one time I did get my <laughs> ass whooped, I was more concerned about. I guess I was too embarrassed to feel it. But every other time, I didn't lose that fight, but. Coming down from it, it's like it's uncomfortable. Cause then if you lose the fight, you're especially if people saw, you're more concerned like, okay, what they gonna say? Everybody saw him get the wool lick in. Damn, I'm gonna <laughs> let this one out. You know what it is? Oof. I really, I really think the the aching. Um, I really think that's more.
1: See, you ever been in a car accident? Hell yeah! Like a pretty decent one where you've been hurt afterwards. Not, not you know.
0: In the, in the fourth grade. I still remember this vividly because it was during like AC SAT times. Um, I was at Atapada Elementary. We left my house heading northbound on 15th Avenue. So this is around 8 a.m. So the sun is coming up on the east. I have to paint the picture so you could get where it was <laughs> hey, What y'all don't
1: realize is Frank was getting ready to tell the story. And I know when Frank tells stories, Frank is a winded storyteller, tell- right? So well my Frank's telling the story. I give him that. I tell him speed and shit that nigga nod his head like I got you. The next line was the sun was coming up over the <laughs> What the
0: fuck, nigga? <laughs> the, okay, cause see now that you know how early it was where I was going, the sun is coming up on the east, right? We're headed northbound. Some dude is driving headed east wait, to you go wait, to wait, work.
1: You
0: See, you the one making this story longer than it need to be.
1: I just... Nigga, that was the funniest thing in the world to me. Because you was like, I got you. The sun was coming up on the east side. (laughs) Like, what the the fuck this got to do with the car accident?
0: Because the nigga was blinded by the sun and T-boned us. And I was sitting on the driver's side, which means he hit my side of the car. Dude, my whole left side was paralyzed for about a month. So I've been in a decent accident.
1: You have, you have. I'm not gonna take that from you. I don't mean to laugh at you. (laughs) What you mean? You just laughed at me. (laughs) It was. I'm laughing at how you told that story. I'm not necessarily laughing at you for (laughs) laughing at my pain.
0: That's what you always do.
1: Holy shit. Oh man, nigga. But, (laughs) but you know, when you first get an accident, initially, you don't feel it. You don't feel it because your body's so pumped with adrenaline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you like that that hei- that heightened f- fight or flight feeling that you got, like it makes sure that you can fight through certain things. Cause when you're punching, you're essentially still hurting yourself, but you're not feeling that shit. Like I'm I'm right. I'm making sure I'm connecting with this nigga. Bom, bam, bam. So the feeling that you may feel afterwards is when the adrenaline is starting to wear off. And now your body is starting to feel like you would have felt had the adrenaline not pumped through you. So now you're feeling the aches. you feeling the like like your body's now normalizing. And now that's why it feels so like weird. Cause it's like you get pumped with like this drug and then it just slowly just dissipates and disappears on you. It's kind of, it's a weird feeling. I, I get exactly Very what you're saying weird. though. That was your long-winded way of saying that, but I I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the story. Oh man, that Fuck might you, Marvin. be the, that might be the, like... <laughs> Oh man, that shit was so good. Like, you should have seen it. It's like, I got you. I'm gonna speed it up. <laughs> all right, I'm done.
0: I'm done. Um, Glad you got that laugh out.
1: I, I needed it, maybe.
0: Yeah, you did. The energy was low.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs. Welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table And we chop it up I'm your host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be
0: One half of this P.O.D. to F F&D Who else but me? It's Frank, let's chop it up I kept the short to to short it the, the the short and sweet Because the story took up all my <laughs> intro So I had to, had to cut it short
1: I see that, I see that oh man did you see the video with the guy who is filming a girl as he's taking her back to the airport
0: and he's They're in the car
1: in the car and he's like yeah yeah oh, yeah." because yeah. i flew you out and you weren't <laughs> fucked so he's taking her back
0: i know a video you're talking about it's cringy as fuck because he kept saying you ain't want to give me no cheeks or something like that like he kept saying the word cheeks
1: over and over again
0: yeah he's damn it felt like he said it like 10 times
1: so, I, to this day, I don't think, like, I, I saw it earlier this week, and I don't think he understands what he was filming. Because all he filmed really was-
0: His downfall.
1: His downfall. Like, <laughs> you really just documented not getting pussy.
0: Like, nigga, many a nigga has- and He li- posted it like everybody was supposed to be on his side, especially in this day and age. Nah, nigga. No means no. And and you didn't need to document not getting pussy.
1: Look, I don't care what your batting True. average is. All niggas done experience not getting
0: pussy. <laughs> like, that's absolutely nobody bats a thousand.
1: Nobody bats a thousand. But he's he flew this girl out. She comes, she comes to wherever, wherever they lo- wherever he located, and she wouldn't fuck so he was he was pissed, pissed the fuck off, drove her back to the to the to the airport and cancelled her ticket, told her she got to find her own way home
0: Now, <clears> there's <throat> a little bit more to the story. I don't remember all the details, but I remember hearing it the way he described it like they came out uh like she he flew her out she was in the city. Um, she came out the shower. Yeah, she came out the shower. She was walking around the room naked. And then he was like, so you're going to give me them cheeks? And then she was like... <laughs> you just wanted to say that shit? <laughs> no, that's what he said. Because, again, and the reason I, I caught on to that, because this is what it made me... This how it helped me get to my conclusion. She's walking around naked. He's like, so you're going to give me them cheeks? She was like, nah. And then that's when the back and forth start. Like, yo, you, I flew you out here, blah, 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 blah. And then the whole time I'm thinking, like, bruh. You flew a girl out to your city. She felt comfortable enough with you to be in a room with you alone. On top of that, she felt comfortable enough with you to get naked. And then you ain't get no ass. I know this conversation has happened multiple times on the internet. Oh, if you get flown out, that's for sex, blah, blah, blah. But in this particular case, I'm willing to bet. Homegirl was probably willing to fuck you. You talked yourself out that pussy some something. Mm. Let me get them cheeks. The way you probably approached that girl dried her to hell up, and now you mad you didn't get nothing, nigga. That is your fault. That's not like a. That's not like, <clears throat> let's say you talking to a person, right? And on the phone or or Instagram, whatever, wherever y'all communicating, y'all establish. Hey, you finna come to my city? We gonna kick it and chill. We gonna vibe, whatever. However y'all say it, right? And she like cool. So now it's an understanding between y'all two that hey, when we meet each other, we gonna get it in. And then when you get to your city, before anything, it's like, hey, I want to do this. I and she's treating you like a tour guide or some shit. And it's like, hey, when are we going to get some alone time? And she's finding every excuse in the book not to be alone with you or some shit. Where she kind of treats that vacation as those girls treat those dudes who go on dates for free meals. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's something like that, I could get your frustration. Because now you're on the one assumption that, hey, this person actually likes me. When really she's using you just to get a trip to Miami or some shit. But in this case, you said this girl was walking around the room naked. Dog, ain't no girl finna walk around the room naked. If she doesn't have it in her that, hey, I feel comfortable, it could go this way. Part of me, most
1: of me, agrees with you. All right? Most of me, (laughs) when you said it, I had not thought of it in that way. All right? Go ahead. I had not thought of it in that way. And he, he,
0: more than likely... He and just talked to somebody he person. talked in the car. That don't sound like a dude that's that's girl savvy. That nigga don't. He was savvy enough to get her there. He was savvy enough to get her there. Once he got her, that nigga fump. That's that. When you play basketball, that's the dude that does one move and gets past the defender. And when it comes to make the layup, that bitch hit the rim and come back off. He can't finish. Man, he blew the play. He couldn't finish it. Okay, like honestly, once you said that perspective, I was like, you know
1: what? Had not thought of it that way. Maybe he taught himself right out the pussy. But let me tell you, there are girls who play them type of games. They'll get the fly out. They want to continue to lead you on. She'll walk naked in front of you, but you ain't going to touch. She'll do this, but she won't do that. Thank God I've never been in such a sad situation. <laughs> but I do know, I personally know somebody who told me a story very similar. And I was like, damn,
0: With that's that, he, crazy. You got to name no names. I'm not. I know you're not. I'm just saying like, I know how you get that.
1: <laughs> so the not- person
0: who told you a similar story, he said, or she said, the person walked around them naked?
1: She went and took a shower. Like, he came up to the room to pick her up. Um, She went, took a shower, came out, grabbed her clothes while she was still wearing a towel and whatever, and went back in and all of that.
0: Oh, see, that's different. That's not the same. This nigga said she walking around the room naked. This girl just didn't have her clothes in the bathroom.
1: Now now she was wearing. She came out at one point wearing a bra and panty and putting on her clothes. Yo, y'all good over there, bro?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, that's 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 happy noises they playing right now. I'm here,
1: like, bro, what the (laughs) fuck?
0: (laughs) I swear to you, bro. It becomes white noise after a moment. I'm hearing everything you're saying. Like, I hear them too, but I can hear everything you're saying clearly because that is like okay. Once you hear like a sudden or really loud thump and then they get quiet after that, that's when you get nervous. But if you hear consistent thumps and moving and shit happening, it's like, oh, they just playing. It's when you hear the really loud boom and they go quiet. Then it's like, okay, now something's wrong. But those are happy noises. They good.
1: Because they was quiet for a second, but as soon as we started getting they rolling, was napping. they was like- When we
0: first started partying, well, <laughs> like Miani was napping. She just jumped up.
1: It's on a hundred right now in the background. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bro, where were we? Um, no, we were saying, um, your boy, He so the girl, she came out in broad panties.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hoes play those games. Like, I, I understand that, Right. Right. My thing is you gotta make sure intentions are known. Get confirmation before you send the confirmation. You feel me? Right. Get confirmation, you're gonna get some before you send that 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 confirmation. If if that's transactional, if that's the transaction you 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 trying to make. You know what I'm saying? I get you. But I do find it no, strange right. for women who fly out on vacations with dudes and then be like, they sharing a bed and all that, but she was like, Oh, we weren't. They hadn't planned on sleeping. I always find that a little strange. Now, now, I'm not saying you owe nobody nothing. Yeah. But you walked into a situation leading with certain intentions. And I, I feel like that's
0: sometimes misleading. I agree with you. Get confirmation before you send the confirmation. But off of the bat, I bet from the moment you pick up the person from the airport, body language says everything. You can see from the moment you pick them up from the airport whether, oh, this person's digging me or shit ain't really there.
1: It could be nerves. It, I've met girls who eventually were like addicted to me. But when I first met them, the nerves were so weird. I was like, I didn't I honestly don't even know you me. <laughs> like me. I just I just always hate like I didn't even get the vibe that you like me at this point.
0: Okay, now, those girls, were these people that you kind of... Uh, like, let's say you had class with them, and they probably didn't say too much in class, and then, like, half of the semester, you started talking slowly? Oh, no, or this ain't this even somebody... no, on no
1: school shit. This is on some adult shit. Like
0: Okay, so, basically, people who I've what met I'm saying like...
1: is... Go ahead, ask your question.
0: Okay, who well, I'm trying to get at. Are these people that you shared a common space with, but never really had a reason to talk to each other? Or is this somebody where y'all started talking online or y'all just started talking in person and they kind of put up a wall like they wasn't inter- interested in you, but the whole time they were interested. How how did that start? Those are situations
1: where they weren't necessarily... they, they There was a wall like they weren't interested. But you know, right. you become cool, you become friendly and stuff like that. So you know, you try to transition and you see the transition happen. Like all yeah. of a sudden you tell me or you tell me like, oh, that you, you like me or whatever from the past. Like you've been feeling me, but... And I hear this, and I'm like, "News to me, cause I ain't seen none of them signs." When did you start that? I've literally said this exact same <laughs> news to me. I didn't see any of that. When did you start that? Cause but I at don't... the same
0: time, I bet if she... did she go back and tell you when she was dropping signs?
1: Oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once she tell it, you'd be like, "Damn, nigga was nigga applying to them signs." You know, damn. But that was early on in life where I didn't, you didn't know yeah, see, the you waves had
0: no assumption that this person like you. If you if you pay, especially now with gas prices being what they are, if you paying $600 for somebody to fly from Atlanta to Miami, you are already under the perception that, hey, if this person holds the door open for me, if this person asks me, hey, you want fries with that or whatever, oh, they're saying this because they like me. They're not saying this to be nice. You know what I'm saying? But if it's somebody where it's like, oh, I see him every now and then. They holding... She just being nice. She's just... My wife. When I graduated uh, college, she was like, oh, let's celebrate your graduation. Um, This is this nice restaurant. Let me take you there. Before y'all... This is before y'all were dating. Before we started dating. I'm thinking, because the way she said it, I'm like, okay, cool. We friends. She says she does this for everybody. She and her friends graduated. I seen pictures on Facebook of them, you know, kicking it up. I'm me, Like I said Me and her We go way back So I'm thinking Okay I'm just The homie Cause she said I do this With all my friends Boom Frank you and a friend zone You getting a friend treatment That's how I'm thinking it Now It doesn't come out Till years later When we actually start dating She was like Nigga you really think I would take you to a restaurant If I didn't like you and I'm like, but you said you do this with all your friends. Why did I think I why would I think I was special? Because we was friends anyway.
1: So you do it for all your friends. You definitely, you double, you double friend zone me. Cause <laughs> we was already friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you threw the double friend zone on me. So I like, okay, thank you.
0: You get what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, cool. That's what I thought. But then looking back, it's like, nah, ain't no girl th- ain't no girl taking you to GG's on the water if if she had just cool. She might take you to White Castle or some shit, but she ain't taking you, you know, she ain't taking you to a no nice brunch spot or some shit. You get know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, maybe I was being naive and not seeing the signs. And that's probably what you was doing. They was giving the signs, but you thinking, okay, I'm friend zoned with these people, so I'm not paying attention to it. Now, if this were girls that you already had an understanding, like Charlie put it out there, she feeling me. Ain't no way in hell you missing anything she put out. The moment y'all could be at dinner, she could give you a certain look. She could eat that salmon a certain way and you'll catch on like, oh, she want me to go in raw. I don't know. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I said, she could eat the salmon a certain way and you would catch it like, oh, she trying to tell me something. Niggas we talking about? they're not good at picking up them signs. That's how they end up in those predicaments. I'm pretty sure long before anything, them girls could tell them, like, body language-wise, nigga, you not touching me today. You right. You right.
1: And I'm not on here trying to root for the... I ain't root for the nigga. I just thought the nigga... I thought the whole shit he did was whack. He even canceled her ticket and dropped off at the airport and said, hey, get home how you got to get home. Part of me, part of me laughed at that. But I'm petty, and I was already in a petty mood when I saw it, because I was on my I was on my um I was on my dummy account for Twitter that follows all the fight pages and shit. So yeah. that's when it came up. So I was already in a very toxic mind space as is watching niggas get knocked the fuck out. A nigga swing at a nigga and totally miss, but he slipped and fell and knocked himself out when his head hit the urinal. Nigga, I seen that one. You that seen that is one? Because his shoe came off too nigga but i was already in that mind space that s- shit like that was funny if i had started watching the little kids screaming and shit i probably would have been in the right mind space for that but i was all i might have been on my super conscious mind space when i first saw it and that might have been the problem but go
0: ahead <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but i'm not gonna lie i chuckled at that one too it was like i was like damn this nigga mad man but <laughs> that's, again that,
1: that's and that's what it was. It was like, damn, this nigga bad. Like he can't damn he can't even get a he
0: can't even get a home. Yeah, <laughs> and then on top of that dog, she flying spirit. Like really, how much you pay for that ticket? 150? Come on now. And now you're gonna Round cancel 150 dollars? like really do you really have to be that petty?
1: Man, at least okay. at least, at least like don't cover a baggage fee. <laughs> like let, let, get a get a ticket home. Like let her have to pay for her bags. Look,
0: you just stranded that girl. You flew her out and then I'm good. Love and joy. Now, if home girl is really a G, if she really a G, she probably got multiple niggas in the same city, and then she could play it off, call another one, be like, "Hey, I just landed in your city. I'm in
1: your city." <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I want to kick it with
1: you. <laughs> Yo, I wonder how many I'm in your cities. I've gotten off a of next nigga down.
0: Damn, you really (laughs) said something right now. Hey, but you being you, I bet you didn't complain. Like, oh, you in my city? Cool. That's what's up. You play your cards right. You don't talk yourself out the coochie. You knock her down. You go about your business. All that other shit, whoever whoever fumbled the bag previously, ain't none of your business. You might have said something, Frank.
1: Today might be your day. (laughs) You've been very profound today. Hmm. Speaking of talking yourself out of some pussy, I believe Irv had to have talked himself out of that pussy, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Because nigga, I don't know about you, but I had no idea. And maybe I just don't, maybe it was in a time where I didn't care enough about celebrity couples or whatever, but I had no fucking idea Irv Gotti and Ashanti ever dated before this episode of Drink Champs.
0: Nah, I it, it definitely wasn't the time where people didn't care about celebrities because we was all concerned who Puffy was dating. This is around time Puffy was dating Cassie and shit, and him and Kim Porter going back and forth. Like motherfuckers was curious on which celebrities were dating who, you know, Bawa and Sierra, you name it. Like at that time, people was definitely in the mind space of wanting to know who go with who, and yeah, the Herb Gotti and Ashanti, shit. If anything, people would have thought the two stars were dating. Maybe Ashanti Jaru, and even then, when they did interviews, they gave a big brother little sister vibe. So definitely, Irv never. That shit was nowhere near my radar.
1: For those who haven't seen it, and I don't know how, I don't. Yeah, know at how this point, I don't know how. Um. Even me and Frank were like, fuck, I can't believe we didn't get to talk about it last episode. And it literally we had talked about it before we got on the pod and didn't talk about it while we recorded. But
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but Irv, Gotti, and we were on Drink Champs this week, uh, this past week, and they were on there to promote the the Murder Inc. documentary. But in right. all all Irv was really there to talk about. Was the fact that he used to fuck Ashanti, and he wanted us to know he used to fuck Ashanti.
0: And then, and and the underlying message that Irv gave to the world is that nigga is fucking hurt. Like that nigga's a hurt hoe, through and through.
1: you <laughs> Ain't call that nigga a hurt hoe. <laughs> yeah.
0: The way that nigga was saying, "Bitch," and he ain't want to give her those songs. Thompson, go create that magic elsewhere. Like nigga, you hurt, bro. You made your money off those masters. Let that girl get her shit back so she can make a little money too. This nigga even brought his... I don't know if you caught this part specifically. He's like, you know, when you own the masters, that's how you make money on the back end because the artist could go tour and perform the song. He's like, so this is how, you know, I make the money off of it. So when you say you want the masters back from me, that's you saying I want to take food off. Yeah, you don't want my kids to eat. And I'm like, nigga, really? Like, dog, you just sold half your masters for for a cool $300 And you mean to tell me if Ashanti asked for her shit back, that means you ain't going to have it so your kids don't eat? Here's my thing. Stop fucking playing with me, bro. Here's my thing. You just want that girl to suffer. That's all that is.
1: Here's my thing. I do understand that as the label, that's how the label makes money, right? Owning the masters. Mm-hmm. Cause the way artists get money is from the tour, and like you said, the labels make money right. from owning the masters and all the radio plays and all that other shit. That's how they continue to make money. That's the business of signing that contract. So I get what his his thought was. And I think there's a bigger story that we all need to look into of why these big corporations are paying so much for masters. I I have this theory that they're setting up for whatever's hat, whatever's gonna happen after. DSP, like whatever's gonna happen after these streaming platforms, I feel like mm. that's what they're doing. Cause okay. think about all the people who sold their masters, like Justin Timber, like So many big, big artists are selling their masters for these a massive amount of money. But if they're willing to give you three hundred million for those masters, I could just imagine what they're gonna be in the next phase. That's my personal theory. Don't listen to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just
0: watch no. I get it. you. That's like when, like. We, we grew up near Wynwood. We saw what Wynwood was. And then all of a sudden, we see all these big uh, companies buying up home after home after home, buying up lot after lot in Wynwood. And it's like, the fuck going on? Same thing with Lil' Haiti. And then all of a sudden, you see these high-rises going up. But you remember back in 99 when they first started making these purchases. It ain't till now you can really see, oh, y'all was planning this shit way back then. What so the I get you. was. Right. Yeah. They came on
1: to promote the documentary, but I you can't tell me, not even a little bit, that Irv didn't come on there to expose us to the fact that he used to fuck Ashanti.
0: Oh no, that was very dude. That nigga f- wore he wore a watch she bought just so he could bring it up. He said that in the first five minutes. And you saw her, you heard how he said her name when. When they was introducing the watch, because they didn't say who bought you the watch or anything. I think he brought up the watch. No, Nori brought up the watch, and he was just like, oh, that's a nice watch. And he was like, you know who got me this watch? And Nori's like, no, who? Ashanti got me this watch. (laughs) He's so ready. Like, nigga, why is you saying her name like that? It's kind of weird, but uh, okay. And then he's like, Ja read it. Read the engraving. And Ja just dragged out that fucking moment. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my glasses. Let me get my glasses. (laughs) Like, nigga, bring the fucking watch to your face and just read the shit. And it says something simple. You know, hey, you change lives. I appreciate you. Ashanti or some shit like that. But they hung on that shit for longer than necessary. Like, that segment, that was about five minutes. And it's like, uh, okay. But then that set the tone where the whole episode was going to go. Because once he got a couple of hits of the blunt in him and a couple of drinks in him, That nigga went completely off the edge talking about that girl.
1: Bruh. Irv did something. Irv did something that I noticed that a lot of niggas do. Not just niggas, people. I'm going to say people do. A lot of people do it. He kept justifying why he was saying all the shit he was saying where, I'm a truth teller. I just tell the truth. Like, that's what I do. I just tell the truth. (laughs) And I, I I I watch how many of us when we're in our most toxic states. You know what I mean? Like when you be in your most toxic, you hide behind honesty to get away with saying
0: bullshit. Absolutely, everybody does that. They try to mask being a an asshole by saying, "Oh, but I'm honest." No, you're a dick. That's what you are. <laughs> Ain't no being honest nothing.
1: I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Like. That and that shit was like, when I saw him do it a couple times, I was like, okay, Irv, I've known Irv got his it, toxic for years. I'm not saying he's not a, a musical genius, because there's still certain levels of genius in what he was able to produce. Two things can, produce. Be can be true. 100%.
0: great at your craft, absolutely phenomenal at your craft, and be a shitty human being. It's all, everything, that all can be true. See Kanye. <laughs> See Kanye. Or the guy that's in prison right now. Definitely that guy.
1: <laughs> I love how we have come to the conclusion not to even put him in the put him in the box. We just decided.
0: we was just, never just gonna hey, say his we're name. not going to even say his name, but we know who we're referring to.
1: Um, it, I just find it so strange how toxic, and and I know uh, you know why I, I recognize it so easily because game recognizes game. You know what I'm saying? Because we've, we've all been, all been, hurt been that holes. person.
0: We've and, all been hurt hoes at one point.
1: <laughs> and, that's, and that was the hardest part about watching it because it's like.
0: not it holds up a mirror and it's like, damn, when I was hurt, did I look like that? And short answer, yes, you looked like that. I did. Facebook reminds me. And there's times like,
1: <laughs> y'all think I'd be bullshit. <laughs> I'd be sending frank screenshots like, nigga, why the fuck did I even say this? Like, I can't even tell you what I was. I can't even I'm tell you why glad. I said it.
0: I got off Facebook when I did. Because, bruh, at one point it was ugly. Then I deleted it. And then I had no outlet to say what I wanted to say. So if you were close to me in person, you heard my bullshit then. But, bruh, if I had a constant reminder, people could could scroll back and be like, hey, Frank, I remember when you said this. I remember when you posted this. Bruh, I'd be looking sick right now.
1: And, and, And Frank had, look. Frank had a hurt hole phase. Like there was a time, when Thomas, he was not at his he was not at his best. You know what I'm saying? And I, I felt for him. But he. Had I mean, his yeah, hurt I can laugh phase. about it
0: now. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, I had my hurt hole phase. Definitely. The best thing I did for myself was get off social media when it happened. That was the best thing I did. You see, other you than see, that, I did a bunch of stupid shit.
1: Yeah. You see, when we when I asked him about the whole cheating, if his he found out his wife was cheating, like you know the neo situation. What's the first thing Frank said he was gonna do? I'm going to get on social media. Because that shit worked for him last time. It's going to work for him It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. I'm off that shit. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm off that shit. Nobody going to ask me shit. You can't contact me like unless exactly. you got my number.
0: That's like getting a person that that ha- that's like on the fringe. That's like, okay, that person saying, hey, take this gun. Because I know myself. If this gun stay in my presence, I'm going to do something stupid. So just take the gun. That's me. Removing the gun. Oh, something really bad happened to me? I'm going to just get off social media. Because I know <laughs> I might let some shit fly that I don't want to fly. It might, it might it might, seem like a good idea to me at that moment, but really, it was never a good idea. So let me just separate myself from this.
1: A hundred percent. I'm not. I'm, I, I understand that. Like, I'll be good. I, once I mute, I mute. One of the things that I, I've done to con- take control over social media for myself is I don't get any alerts from social media. Okay. Unless I go on it, I don't know you sent me shit. Like, I never know. People are like, oh, damn, I ain't, I ain't, I sent you that yesterday. My bad, dog. I just, I wasn't on social media yesterday.
0: I was busy. That's why if it's something I really want you to see, you notice I don't send it to you via social media (laughs) app. I text it to you. Like, you don't have
1: screenshot (laughs) the post and send it to me.
0: This nigga was like, Frank no, will send me I, shit I, I need a on three
1: different on three different things. That nigga will send me the tweet on Twitter. He'll send me the t- he'll send it to me on Instagram. Then he'll screenshot it and send it to my phone. Like, oh, you gonna see this shit.
0: You yeah, gonna we gonna, see see gonna this. talk about this.
1: <laughs> and if I respond, no, but- if I respond, and he and if it's something he really wanna talk about, Frank gonna file off the text. Blah, blah, blah. That nigga saying paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. Paragraph. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> like, oh, It'd be like your response would be like two or three words. My shit could <laughs> be a whole big ass bubble. And I like, gotta get it off. I been gotta waiting get it off my say chest. This
1: shit. Let me say this shit right now. But <laughs> and that's how Irv Gotti must have felt. Like, man, been waiting to say this shit. Finna get this shit off.
0: Dog, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Nori being who he is, you could tell by the guests that come on his show outside of the show, like him as a person, people they really him. like him. They fuck with him. Yeah. So to have a show, Drink Champs, where I let you indulge in your vices while talking to me, somebody that you're already comfortable with, like he really has a recipe for success with that. Sometimes, dog, you just need to dial back and let the person. You ever heard the the phrase or the saying, "Give a man enough rope, he'll eventually hang himself." That's what Nori's show is. And the beautiful thing about that, from a content creator standpoint, they can never look back at you and give you the Charlemagne treatment where it's like, oh, you set that person up or you did that person dirty. He can always say, they said it. I didn't say, I didn't, like the whole Ashanti thing, at no point Nori could say, oh, I asked them about Ashanti. He, Irv brought it up every time. Nori hands is clean. All I did was gave you the keys to un, to, un, to unlock that door. You did the rest. All I had to do was be here to listen to you because clearly you wanted to say that foul shit.
1: All now, there are other good little tidbits in that in that Drink Champs episode, which is good because I love hip hop that way, and I love music. I like the oh, background. definitely. And there's some. There was a lot good...
0: of dots he connected that we didn't know were there.
1: Hove, Hove, Hov, Def Jam, DMX, like a lot of good little little, little excerpts. That's why I love when. When people who I grew up watching go on shows like that, you know what I mean? Right. But the one thing I learned more than anything is Ashanti got some good ass pussy. Bro, who
0: you telling? That's the same thing I thought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, we already knew the way Nelly, the way Nelly, it's trying acted trying to get that, 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 that versus, old thing back. <laughs> we already knew, but the way Herb to this day still hurt, that was 20 years do, ago.
0: Bro. Wh- why do we think like that? Why? Out of everything we ain't think that... Like, Ashanti has a really nice personality. Ashanti is a really cool. We, the first thing we thought of, man, she probably got that fire. It's because like, we're men and we're thing toxic. Be,
1: we're toxic yeah. sometimes.
0: <laughs> You're absolutely right.
1: Because we could, because it, it couldn't be like, man,
0: she a good woman. That's a good woman right there. We know couldn't. Know should that? be pissed off hearing all that shit though. The woman he was married to. Because at one point of the interview, when he was talking about Ashanti, he was like, she was like the only person that. That after we fucked, I, would, I could talk to. And it was like, nigga, you was married. No, and but he, he said, clarified.
1: He clarified. He said, no, me and my wife were separated. It was four other women that broke up, me and my wife.
0: I'm not talking about <laughs> the breakup part. He said Ashanti was the only woman he could fuck and then talk to her afterwards. So damn, you breaking up the marriage. You couldn't fucking talk to your wife afterwards? That's why they broke up, nigga. <laughs> That's
1: why they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I don't know what else to tell you.
0: Like damn, like bruh, and then he, again, him being on the weed and him drinking, nigga running his mouth. He talking about three multi, like hundred million dollar deals he's making. Now, if you saying that shit and your wife hearing you said, and you are piss, pissing, I bet you're pissing off because you talking about when you was cheating on her and shit, bruh. When it comes to these alimony checks or child support checks, she gonna hit you for all that shit. Why even? Why even talk about your pockets, especially when you're pissing a person off? Oh, I got 250 divorce coming or, from this person. they divorced and now. And blah, blah, though. blah. Huh? They're divorced now, though. He got kids. She could go after child support. I, I mean, I, them, I'm sure he's already,
1: ain't... I'm sure he's already paying child support.
0: But if he's coming into more money, I'm pretty sure there's an attorney that will take that case pro bono and be like, nah, I could get you more M's. Nah, let me tell you this. When you go through divorces, you already knew how
1: to cover it. That money belonged to the company. That shit ain't... I, what what you was telling me the other day when we was on the phone, we was like, hey, certain trips, that's to the company. That ain't got nothing to do with me financially. So that shit yeah. ain't got nothing <laughs> so, the company and you—that ain't got. I, I didn't get that. I all I get is this salary. This is me. This little <laughs> bit right here. that I pay myself every two weeks. Salary that's me. Twenty
0: thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, if you want to split this twenty thousand dollars down the middle of a year, bet <laughs> we can make it work.
0: You're probably right. At this point, he's probably smart enough to hide those assets.
1: You gotta be smart enough to do that and know the have the legal know how to be smart enough to do it. Unlike
0: your president. My God. You know what I think his problem is? He's he's been quote unquote Teflon for too damn long. And nigga think he can get away with just about anything. When really, when when the feds build a case, they build that shit. It feds ain't gonna hit you with no shit that they started doing research on a year or two ago. When they build cases, that shit takes years, sometimes decades. And in this case, um, from the looks of it, it's... it's uh Okay, going back for what they raided his house for. So recently, um, the federal government FBI agents raided Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. That's in West Palm or whatever. The reason they raided his home, because there were several document, well, boxes, containing documents that he took from the White House when he left presidency. And the people that called for these boxes, the National Archive, uh, so I guess this is an organization that kind of It's their job to manage all sensitive data that belongs to the U.S. government. He took it. I want to say, like, when Barack left presidency, they went to Barack and they took, I want to say, several million, like 30 million documents from Barack that he had in his possession. And I was like, hey, now that you're no longer president, this belongs to us now. Because once you leave presidency, you become a civilian again, right? Everybody knows that. It so was yeah. like, hey, you no longer need these documents. We're just going to take them from you. You have a good day. Cool. Bye. But Trump took these boxes. He brought them home. So now, they a, a federal judge signed off on a search. Feds go to his house. Federal agents go to his house in Mar-a-Lago. They search his house. They find the boxes. Now, um, some of the contents from the search is starting to surface. Because I guess... Things have to be transparent to a degree. They have to say, "Hey, this is why the certain the 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 warrant was called upon, and and Issue so forth and everything. so forth." Yeah, yeah. So now, some of the shit that's coming to light, is really not looking good for that man. Um, there's, I want to say, there's a pending case of espionage with his name on it. So now he could go down for that. Um, in retaliation, he. Breitbart. Are you familiar with that network? It's like... uh, Mm -hmm. He released the names of the FBI agents to Breitbart so now their names are out in the public. That's not good. And then what else? Oh yeah. Some of the documents contain the launch codes. And he was in possession of that. So now they don't know what he did with that. (laughs) And since he's not on Twitter this nigga is on his uh, truth platform which is basically he has it set up to look just like Twitter. Instead of a blue check, there's a red check, but everything else looks just like Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the it's the right wing Twitter.
0: Right, that niggas on that shit tweeting up a storm, talking. To, and you know when a person fuck up, because the first thing they do is point out somebody else who fucked up. Because you know Barack like, Obama,
1: well, Barack Obama took
0: documents. Right, and it's like. <laughs> And then somebody had to come out and clarify that. Matter of fact, the National Security Archives came out and, and clarified that. Say, yeah, we took this many documents from Barack, but he went through it went through the proper channels. He had it. We requested it. He provided it. We took it. That was it. But with you, we requested it several times. You've ignored us. So now we had to go uh, get a federal subpoena to come and seize it. That's where you fucked up. And now it really doesn't look good because the documents that are in your possession was shit that really wasn't supposed to be in your possession. It wasn't supposed to leave the White House. So now he's looking crazy right now.
1: Remember, he was trying to... He spent most of his presidency... Uh, not most. I don't, I'm not going to say most because I don't know the percentage. But he spent a large amount of his presidency out in Mar-a-Lago. Remember he, he tried to call to-
0: it the White House of the South. And and people uh were saying, like, Again, that's unprecedented name. Not even in our lifetime, because in our lifetime, we haven't had many presidents. Because you had Bill who served two terms, you had Bush who served two terms, and you had Barack who served two terms. So really, in our lifetime, we might have saw maybe six, at the most, eight presidents. Some shit like that. So if you can think back to any time that you might have heard somebody running this country from any other place other than the White House, let me know.
1: Oh, no, that happens. You could run it from Camp David. You could run it from, like, that, even in Air but Force those One. Those are built.
0: locations that are specifically for the president. They were created for him. Camp David ain't somebody's house. That's a location that the president can go to. You I know what I'm saying? Marlon, I'm sure. That was his private residence. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm
1: sure Barack, when he went home to Chicago, stayed in his own home, and that was treated like a pseudo, it was probably protected and all of that shit, like a pseudo White House. And he ran and did work out of there. I'm sure that happened. But you can't move your entire business to you your can't. home and and dude, and run it.
0: But I get what you're saying. True. So, yeah. Let's say Barack probably went back to Chicago. He probably did some work there. Right. But did he try to spend half his presidency there? No. They literally had to tell Trump, dude, you have to work out the White House. had they not put that pressure on him, he would have stayed there.
1: Remember, he was the main one who was always pointing out the fact... They used to log how much time Barack would take on vacation. And people used to be like, oh, he's always on vacation here. He's always doing this, always doing that. And if you log all of the time throughout his eight presidencies, the eight years of his presidency... If you log them all together, Trump took all of that time in one year.
0: Oh, see, I was going to say in two years, but yeah, it was a lot. It was one year. It was one year. And then the thing that Trump did that a lot of people... I'm not going to say a lot of people. Some people spoke on it. Some people just looked over it. These golfing trips were on his property. So now he's charging the federal... Because, again, tax dollars Mm fund the president's Mm -hmm. vacations. So now if you're on these golf courses and you have to... Again, you have to rent out your room. You have to rent out your secret service room and all your staff's room and blah, 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 blah. When you take these $100,000, $200,000 golf trips, it's funded by the tax dollars. So now, tax dollars pay for you to be there. But if it's a property you own and your the tax dollars are paying it to your property, you're basically paying yourself a vacation, essentially. And he did that a whole lot. And I thought that was something that should have been talked about more, but for whatever reason, it's like they was like, okay, we don't care.
1: So, so this espionage case now, espionage is more than just that ringtone that used to be on your Nokia. You remember that? <laughs> do, 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 do. You remember that? Right. That yeah, my I remember shit. that. That was my little shit. That was always my ringtone. I stayed on that. Um, but like that's on some spy shit. Like he was. Like he was subverting the government by doing little shit on the side, so that's that that is news to me. I did not know that he was under investigation for that. Other yeah, than he's the under whole, investigation
0: for espionage.
1: I'm not shocked. Sure. Are you? Are you shocked by any of the news you're finding out? Other than only the, new the click
0: espionage codes. one, because that's a big one, dude. You don't. All right. If it's if it's a a lobbyist, okay, cool. I could I could see hitting a, a lobbyist with espionage. I get it. If it's a senator, it's like, oh shit, this person wilding. A president? Think about that. That's some shit you would see in like a James Bond movie or something. It's like the president is a, is a double agent helping out another country. That's not something that happens here in real life. That's 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 a movie script. So to hear a former president is being investigated for some shit like that, it's like, it's it's, it's crazy to think about. And if he's found guilty on all that shit, imagine... Because you got to understand, like, the Republican Party, like somebody pointed out, the Republican Party, for the most part, they're still riding with him. It's only a few bigger... You know, the figures. You could
1: say me. (laughs) I've pointed it out. He's going to run again. He's going to get their nomination. Oh, no, I'm not
0: talking about you. I'm talking about like Republican senators. They're still riding with him. Yeah. But like some of the bigger heads, like Mitch McConnell and some of the other people up there, they haven't really spoken out yet. But all these other people are saying silly shit like the fund, the FBI. We need to look into the Department of Justice more. One, They still don't know what people mean when they say the fund law enforcement. The fund law enforcement doesn't actually mean take money away and scrap it. No, it means the money that you're putting into it, putting it, put that money into avenues that actually help these people perform their jobs better. So if it's a case where somebody with mental illness is in the street, you know, having an episode. You're not calling 911 to send officers who aren't trained to deal with a mentally uh, disabled person. You're sending social workers who are better trained to go handle that. And yes, they could be escorted with cops, but you're sending the right people there. Instead of funding these officers to buy tanks, you're funding officers to, to handle citizens better. You get what I'm saying? So the money you're giving them for tanks and arson and all this shit, basically it's like, You're giving people that's not skilled with dealing with people hammers. So the moment they get issues with people, instead of dealing with people, they're seeing those people's as nails and they're just looking to nail them. That's it. So the fun police is is saying, hey, give these people a whole toolbox and not just fucking hammers, which which is what we've been doing.
1: That's a great analogy, friend.
0: Oh, thank you, sir. It
1: was low-key some bars. (laughs) Fugita, <laughs> I don't even it. have a response to it. You said it <laughs> as best so, as best as it could be said.
0: I appreciate that. So now <clears throat> you have people in the Republican Party uh saying the fun FBI and all this shit releasing these federal agents' names like dog, think about it. That is fucked up. Because recently, um I want to say in Cincinnati. If I got the city wrong, please forgive me. But I want to say it's in Cincinnati. Uh a dude. Pulled up to an FBI station with an AR-15 and a nail gun and he got into a shootout with the police. He ended up dying. They ended up, you know, killing him. But think about that. Like, and then this person, when they got more information on who he was, he was a part of the January 6th insurrection. There was a lot of people a part of that. So who's to say if, if it starts to really, really look bad for Trump that these people won't start acting out and doing things at their given locations. You get what I'm saying? Like, if it's a group like the Proud Boys or somebody, you can kind of track what the group does, because I'm pretty sure these people are on some type of watch list. But if you get people who are starting to act out on their own, how are you going to track that?
1: Agreed. But y'all were worried about her emails, though. Remember that. Y'all were worried about the emails that were on the laptop. But that man had I the nuclear say, codes The nuclear codes sitting in West Palm
0: Not just the nuclear codes Where they're located and everything Like it's just not Hey this is the code to, to launch these shit It's like hey this is where they're at And this is where they launch from Like dude that is That's not something anybody should know <laughs> I mean, your cleaning lady could walk by and grab that shit, which I doubt the cleaning person is doing that. But the fact that that type of sensitive information was that accessible. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy. But um, interesting time, no.
1: Like, you need to go back to being a dad soon, so. Yeah. Give me your old school vibe of the week, man.
0: So my old school vibe of the week is Anne-Marie. Why don't A-Marie. we fall in love? anne Amory, sorry It's Amory Why Don't We Fall In Love Which is a very beautiful song What I didn't know I think it was on one of those shows uh, I think it come on like TV One Where it kind of gives an artist their backstory Or whatever It's like a short documentary Like a 30 minute documentary on them Uncensored some whatever it's
1: called
0: Yeah, Unplugged or some shit Um, I don't know Something like that And they were talking about her Um, Do you know that song was like This close to being a J-Lo song?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly when you watched. I watched them.
0: Oh, okay. Because prior to that, I didn't know that. And um, I want to say she wrote a song that they gave to J-Lo. And when she came out with this song, they were like, oh, this is a good song. They was going to give it to J-Lo too. But she went out and put it out herself. And then the song, t- I mean, rightfully so, the song took off. It's a dope song. So then it was like, all right, they started to push the song with her. But then it made me think, like, damn, how grimy is that? Like, you're an artist. You would want to get your voice and image out there. And then you work with the company, and they literally take your hard work and give it to somebody else every fucking time.
1: You're talking about the story of many artists who are stuck in production and writing deals. and Like, you're going to get your money and your credit as a writer, but,
0: yeah, not, but... it can't be yours but think about it let's say alright so let's say they paid you and I know you get it I'm not saying this to convince yeah, okay, you but just I'm like, hypothetically are you thinking me I just
1: told you <laughs> go ahead let's say
0: they paid you 250000 to write a song right a song that you could very well perform yourself and then this artist goes to do a 20 a, a, a city tour where they're getting 80000 to hit the stage to perform the song that you wrote that gotta sting a little
1: but then the, then there's the label they could hit you with the could you have performed it? Would people have shown up and would people have been willing to pay you eighty thousand? This, this, and that. They could go with anything. J Lo was the biggest artist at that time. Could you could you have done that? Would they have shown up for A Marie? I'm see, sticking the flip of the flip no, of the No, I guess you would, you gotta think about
0: it on the other side, but it's like, what really made J Lo the biggest star? Was she the best dancer? Like, when you think of best performance, J-Lo doesn't really come up. Was she a bad performer? No.
1: No, J-Lo performs. I'll give J-Lo. She's not a a vocalist, but she was a performer.
0: She was a performer. But, okay, so let's say prior to me saying that, if I would have said, hey, let me ask you, what's some of the best uh, female performers you know? You probably would have said Beyonce. You might even said Alicia Keys. You probably would have said- Alicia Keys? Fuck out of here. no Alicia Keys does put on the show. She may not dance or anything, but her not piano consider she puts Alicia on Keys the show a
1: performer. I'm
0: sorry I don't do that's I think the thing. performance doesn't mean dancing all the time when but, I okay think let's of keep let let's stick it let's let's stick with dancing. I bet you probably would have named three people before you named j Lo if that
1: performers I probably, probably would have said Beyonce, you' would have said
0: Ciara. You would have said.
1: You gonna let me answer the question. <laughs> you think you <laughs> asked me? You like, every time I go to answer you talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I cut you off because I was trying to prove a point. But go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, tell me who you, you said, Beyonce, Sierra, who else?
0: Um, let me see. Beyonce Sierra. <laughs> Missy. This,
1: thank you. Because I knew you were gonna name Missy. Let's go. Yeah. Who else? Because I can name
0: outside them. of those three, Rihanna,
1: Beyonce. This is who would come off the top of my head. Beyonce, Janet, Missy. Oh yeah.
0: Damn. Fuck. I feel so bad. I didn't say Janet. And it's I said Sierra.
1: It's fine. Michael, Bruno Mars. No,
0: but I said female.
1: Females? Okay. Yeah. Beyonce, <laughs> Janet, Missy. You gotta put J Lo up there as a performer. Because that's because the one thing she's that she has there, but she's not is that top. she performs. That's, that's, that's right. her one thing. My
0: point is, she's not the top. She's not the top vocalist. No. She's a good performer, not the top. So what makes her the star over somebody who can actually, who has the talent to write and sing it?
1: Because at the time, J-Lo was the top female star at that time.
0: What made her, she her was that the, star? She
1: was the it girl at that time.
0: Because she was light-skinned and dating Puffy? Like, what was it?
1: She had all the things working for her. She had a good look. Men wanted to fuck her. Girls liked her music because that's that's honestly that's the best. That's the best.
0: It's not her music. Other people's music that she was performing.
1: Bro, what the fuck are we arguing here? Many times people go up there and perform songs. Beyonce sings songs that she ain't right. The Dream wrote wrote a couple of the songs. My point is arguing
0: is that you would have to feel salty knowing because you said you're thinking about it from the the labels perspective, like. Could you perform it? Could you? And it's like, you don't give that artist a chance to perform it and yeah. garner the attention that this other person you choose to Because anoint. the
1: other person has more... Like, Ashanti wrote many songs that that they just gave to J-Lo. Yes. Now, in hindsight, could Ashanti probably have performed and done those songs? Yes, but at the time, J-Lo was a bigger artist. A lot of artists get... get if there's a bigger artist on that label, I'm going to give them the song. Cause I know I could. I, there's a better chance of me making money back coming from there. Now, granted, as the person who wrote it and the original author, you may feel a way because you thought you should have held that one. That one could have been yours. That could have been your break.
0: But and the larger point I'm trying to make is that the bigger artist deal is something that's manufactured. They're the biggest artists because you choose them to be. That's the person you put. the I wasn't in arguing
1: behind. that. I wasn't arguing that. I was. Being, oh, I'm not saying, being, saying <laughs>
0: you're arguing. I'm just saying that's my bigger point. So. Why the, the, not put the, the money system, behind the people with the talent?
1: Because the system's already working. Don't fix what ain't broke. The system's okay. already working for this person. Beyonce's already the biggest artist in the world. I don't need to. As as good as I think Chloe is, I don't need to give Chloe this song. Beyonce's already the biggest artist in the world. Let me give her the song. Let that shit go off. It's a it's the music business, and a lot of people t- tend to forget that it's a business.
0: What's your old school vibe? <laughs> Better than J song.
1: My old school vibe of the week is actually not really even all that old, to be honest. Um, it's Came by Frank Ocean.
0: Oh, that was a good song. It's a damn good song. You remember the video? The video was good, too. Especially the part where you got slapped. I ain't see that shit coming.
1: I love that's probably my favorite Frank Ocean song probably the only the really probably the only Frank Ocean song I really like like that like Frank has some good music but I'm not I, I just never really gravitated to him as an artist but right. that particular song love that song oh yeah, and dope, that, he has a song that with Jay-Z song. with Biking. it's fire I love that song
0: that song, Novocaine, was a song that put him on my radar. And then shortly after that, that's when it was rumored that, oh, this album. Because that was on the uh, Channel Orange album, right? I believe so. That's when it was like, oh, this album is about a boy. And then that's when he came out with that song, um, Thinking About You. And it was like, oh, this song is about a dude he dated or whatever. And then that's when... A lot of people started buzzing around that because it was like, you never really, nobody ever really openly came out and said, hey, this song is about another man or whatever, at least to that point. Um, but no, he, he's a great artist. I think I put him in the category of Nate Dogg to me personally, meaning that the songs that he come out with by himself, they're OK, but he kills every featured hook he's on. I can't think of any Nate Dogg song that's just Nate Dogg and it's like, hey, I really like this song. <sighs> okay, I can I, like, that Besides Nate Dogg, Novocaine I don't put, and I Thinking don't About put, You, there's not too many Frank Ocean songs where it's like, that. Really, I really fuck with it. But just about every hook that I've heard him on, he kills it. I think there's some artists that are better at hooks and features than they are being the centerpiece. Okay.
1: Um... I disagree with you on that when it comes to Frank. Like I see that with Nate Dogg, but with Ocean, just because I'm not I I don't like all of his music, I Frank Ocean is a huge artist. Like a lot of his people use that people say that channel orange is a classic. A classic. Album. So I got right. to you got to get you got to shoot him something. No,
0: nah, nigga. No, nah, nigga, go ahead. You got to you want to talk. Go ahead. No, I just said to me. That's it. <laughs> 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 oh hey i was I watching bet, this bro. um
1: i was watching this clip on um trevor noah uh you know he has the daily show um he has this clip where it's this lady um she's like a a weather girl and she was like she's been like putting out her masculine energy and like one of the she just named a bunch of stuff that men do like like speaking over and talking over people and stuff like that so when you did when you continue to do that, which I may not cut in this episode so that people can see it. When you do that, it just made me think of her. And I was like, dog, we really be doing that. She, we she started do. mansplaining to him and all sorts of It's a funny clip. I'm gonna send it. I don't put Frank Ocean in that in that in that group at all with Nate Dog because Frank got hit songs. Like he got songs that are fire. And I'll give him that. They just just cause I'm not a super fan doesn't mean they're not great. He has some that nigga got hits. People's dying for this next Frank Ocean album. They're always waiting for the next Frank Ocean album. So I, I can't say he was just a Nate dog, because I don't, I don't give him that. Now, is he fire on 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 those on those features? 100 percent But I, I wouldn't give him I wouldn't give him the Nate Dog title though. I think there's other I respect people that, that gotta get that. I think there's other people that gotta get that before him.
0: Okay, before I tell you my new vibe, just give me one person who you would give that title to. Just one person.
1: Jeremiah. I think Jeremiah is really good as a feature, as a collab. Like, I could name you a bunch of features Jeremiah's been on, and those are all really, really good songs. You fuck with them. A simple Jeremiah song? Yeah. Don't mean as much.
0: Okay, I respect that. Although he does have... I think he has some solo projects that I like a lot, but I could respect that. You have full there's full on solo Jeremiah
1: projects that you like.
0: I mean, when I say projects, I mean songs. Like he has okay. songs, solo <laughs> <'Cause>
1: songs. <laughs> projects so, mean an album. I mean. Let me clarify it mean that. Mixtape. It mean hey, he put this six pack together, and I really fuck with this whole six pack. Like maybe, no, no, maybe no. You don't. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Um, my new vibe is Maxo Cream featuring Benny the Butcher, Football Heads. Hmm. Have you heard it?
1: No, I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet.
0: Dude, did you have Nickelodeon
1: growing up? No, we have had a whole conversation about how I didn't have cable.
0: So you're not familiar with the show, Hey Arnold? I
1: mean, I was familiar. I used to have to watch, pretend like I watched Hey Arnold when I went to school with all the rest of y'all. Um, yeah, the football head.
0: Gotcha. So there's a couple references to Hey Arnold that he has on the song, and I thought it was dope. Um, hey Arnold used to be my show. Uh, I used to love it. In fact, I when I was a shorty, I wanted to grow and get a room like Arnold. This nigga lived in... He lived in a, one of those typical buildings you see New York or, or whatever, but his room star. was on the top he floor. You say what now? He
1: he like bitch. a brownstone.
0: Yeah, and his room was like on the top floor. He had the skylight and his room was all decked out. I mean, yeah, he controlled everything with them a, them a remote control and shit. Like, it was super cool. And there's a a character on the show named Helga. She was a girl who had a crush on him. And then every episode, it was like a running gag where she'll put a football down for him to like kick a bill go whenever he go to kick it, shops, she'll snatch it away. So, Max O'Cream has a line of the time. song saying, Moving football heads, call me Helga. As a nod to the show, I was like, Damn, this like his punchlines on that song. Like, he doesn't miss a bar. Like, every line he drops is a hard punchline to me. Um, I think there's one of those songs where he easily outrapped the feature. Like, honestly, I can't even recall three things the Butcher said because his he came. Correct on the song Like He could have just did the song by himself
1: Okay quick sidebar Give me your top three punchline rappers
0: Top three punchline rappers Fabulous Okay He's in mine He's in yours Fabulous Wayne Damn I don't even know why I didn't say Wayne
1: first I said In my mind it's Wayne and Fabulous But go ahead
0: Wayne Fabulous Punchline Rapper. Lloyd Banks' name is popping up, but I want to say he's an honorable mention. He shouldn't be top three. So it's Wayne Fabulous, and I, I know I'm missing somebody that's an amazing punchline rapper.
1: We'll circle back to it. When he, when you when they come up to you, what would you say? I'll say because
0: I can't think of anybody else. I'll just put Lloyd Banks in that third spot for now. But it, okay. I think his spot is shaky. He could be moved. Who's your who's your three?
1: No, no, no. I I I'm I was stuck at two. And you named them both. I could not pull for a third. That's why I asked you to see maybe if you had somebody that I could throw in there. I'm trying to think who would deserve to be in that top three seat. Like, Fabulous definitely deserves. Fabulous definitely deserves it.
0: Um, oh, I know who I will put over Lloyd Banks. And again, going back to what we were saying in the conversation, you rarely see him because he writes for other people. Saha the Prince, that nigga is an amazing punchline rapper. Okay. He's just not famous like the other ones.
1: Okay, I'll give you that. Um, My new vibe of the week is called Logan Paul. It's a song called Logan Paul by an artist Did named Coltrane. Dope name. Coltrane, and it's spelled C-O-L-3-T-R-A-N-E. Coltrane.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's a song about his first time You know he's Up and coming artist And it's his first time At this Big celebrity party At At Logan Paul's house Okay It's such i am I'm gonna just Play a clip So, you can- so it's a,
0: he's telling a story Yeah Okay
1: I find it If you watch the video Cause this is right as Logan Paul has become Like an MMA fighter And everything So you see like it's like There were people He said he's at this party Niggas was MMA fighting in one corner and he, he, Like Whenever he tried to go to the bathroom There's always this long ass line To go to the bathroom Because everybody's in there <sighs> mm. Doing shit So he, he says <laughs> he like, you. Why are the lines longer The higher in the hills that you go When you're trying to go to the bathroom Like the higher in the hills you go <laughs> Why the fuck are the lines to the bathroom So fucking long and It's just a cool chill ass vibe and I really been fucking with the song I've been fucking with the song for a little minute but I had it it always meant to be a new vibe but just you know Beyonce kept putting out shit Drake kept putting out shit so
0: it kept being pushed back
1: but I wanted to give it I wanted to give it some shine so nah I like it nah it's a vibe man take a listen um, definitely so ladies and gentlemen and all those in between and outside of those constructs this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we just chopped it up. I'm your host, Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man to the right of me can only be.
0: One half of this POD to F and F and D, who else but me is Frank. And we just chopped it up. You can email us at the samurai professionals podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and even topic suggestions please like, subscribe and rate us on the platform of your choosing. You can reach me personally on Twitter and Instagram and just about every other social media platform at I can only be Frank and where can I find you Marv? You can find me on Twitter,
1: Instagram, all social media platforms at Marvin X Adams.
0: This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast. Peace Peace.